1-2 pitch. Hit toward third. Castro has it. Spins. Fires. A perfect game! Roy Halladay has thrown the second perfect game in Philadelphia. Line drive right center field. Base hit. Ground ball over the mound. Waiting for it. Oh, see, he booted it. One runner's in. Here comes the throw. Stand. Hits over the air. everybody we are joining you live this evening welcome to episode 27 of the bell smashers podcast um nick castellanos just had a two uh two run triple so we were like let's go live right now to celebrate (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm your co-host jen yeah i'm kylie Our girl Haley is under the weather, so feel better, Haley. And as you, if you're watching live, if you're watching later, um, you can see we have a special guest, Jeff Crawley, voice of the fan with a PH on Twitter. Those of you who are on Philly's Twitter, you already know him, but welcome, Jeff. Thank you. Welcome. It's an honor to be here with you guys. Oh, it's an honor to have you. Um, Yeah. Before we talk, we obviously want to talk Phillies. Um, We want... To hear about your story, of course, but I'm going to toss it over to Kylie for our special message. Oh, you don't want to do it today? <laughs> All right. I'm so I'm giving it back to you this week. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the show, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we are brought to you by Fired Up Sports and sponsored by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com for all your hair care needs for everywhere. Use code BELLSMASH at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. They have everything. I just ordered another pack of of chapstick because anybody that knows me knows I'm addicted to chapstick. (laughs) Uh, They have subscriptions for, for everything and best place to go to for all your stuff. So go check them out. Absolutely agreed. And Father's Day is coming up. So there you go. They have hair care for everywhere, chapstick, as Kylie was saying, toiletry bags for the man or men in your life. So <laughs> take advantage of that code. Yes. Now let's, let's get, get to it. Let's get to the fills. Let's get to last year where 
your story kind of was told. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, you are the, the guy behind the hashtag win it for Skip and, and the whole story behind that. So for those who don't know, you want to tell the story? So the story starts, um, it, it, it starts really last July when I lost my dad to cancer. My dad's name is Skip. And um, we were, when the Phillies make, got on this magical run, um, my friend Dennis and I, we go to, we go to, we try to go up to, because I live in D.C., he lives in Jersey, and we try to meet once a month to go to a game. Um, and, you know, we're, as we like to joke, you know, we're old, so we treat ourselves to nice seats and everything. So we like to try to sit behind home plate and, and things like that. So we went, we were at the first game. We were at the game before Girardi got fired. And as we walked out, I said to Dennis, he's got to go. He's got to go. And Dennis said, it doesn't, well, he's like, Dennis is like, well, he's not the problem. And I'm like, okay, he might not be the problem, but he sure ain't the answer. Right. He has to go. And so the next day he got fired. And then you, you were know, right <laughs> from there. Right. As I usually am with Dennis, I usually am correct. When we, when we are. Dennis is my oldest friend. We've known each other since middle school. So I said to him, he said, you know, no team fires a manager and then goes on, then goes on to win anything. And I said, this team is going to be special. I'm telling you this team, but I, and he says, Jeff, you say that every year, which I do to be fair. So, Fast forward to, you know, like I said, July, my dad got sick, died from cancer. Um, then fast forward now to the playoffs. So we get to the playoffs and it's that we're playing against St. Louis. And I'm thinking, okay, I just want a home playoff game. If I get a home playoff game, I'll be happy with that. So got the home playoff game. Of course, it is against the Braves, who are one of my, they're the team I hate the most in baseball. I'm a little older than you guys. So you guys don't remember the torture that the Braves put us through in the late 80s, early 90s. It was awful. And I hate them. So <laughs> it's professional. We still hate them, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but you guys hate the Mets probably more than I do. Kylie hates the Braves the most. I do. And well, the, the Astros are getting close. They're getting real mm. close. For yeah. me, yes. For me, it will always be the Mets. Yes. Yeah, see, the Mets don't bother me because they stink. And they, <laughs> even, when, even when they win, they stink yeah so, they always choke they the always don't choke. bother me as much as the braves do i mean we're yeah. watching the braves right now look how i mean they're so good i hate them anyway so when we when we were playing the braves and i'm thinking okay we win the first game and i'm thinking okay so we split with the braves now maybe what happens if we get to the nlcs i mean it's not going to happen but what if, what, if, what if it does and then spencer strider who's who i just who has got strider. the most punchable face in baseball does anybody more than Spencer Strider. I just want to punch him and I want to punch him that mustache right off his face. I just can't stand. Anyway, mm -hmm. so Spencer Strider implodes, right? And so that when after Spencer Strider implodes, and then uh, my favorite moment in the postseason last year, besides obviously Bedlam at the bank, is is JT's inside the park home run. It's my favorite moment from the same. I just, Jen I was there just for that. I was there. <laughs> oh, so awesome. So I, I was there for the first game. I was there for the game against it, for the first game against Strider. And oh. I'll just say briefly, yeah, I was there for the inside the park home run. Uh, those of our listeners who have been there, been listening to us for a while, know that. And I was sitting with my dad. So 
Jeff, we were talking about oh, nice. before before we recorded um, that baseball is family. And it was, I think, one of the most special moments of my entire life, just because my dad is the reason that I love sports in the first place. You know, when I was a little girl, I just I wanted to spend time with him. So I just like sat there in the living room watching with him. But then I actually caught on and, and enjoyed it. And he explained everything to me. So just to be with him now as an adult, um, enjoying that moment, yeah, was incredible for both of us. Yeah, I have four kids. They have zero interest in sports at all. Oh, no. That's <laughs> pretty funny. Oh. Yeah. If I ever uh, have kids, they, they won't have a choice. They'll be forced no, to. No, they won't have a choice. My youngest, my, youngest son, my youngest son likes to go to Flyers games with me, but that's I think that's more because he likes Lorenzo's pizza than anything. <laughs> hey, that's, it's that all about sense. the incentives. Yeah, <laughs> whatever works, right? <laughs> so um, so we beat the Braves, and I so I said to my wife, who is the, the, the coolest woman there ever was, right? So I said to my wife, um, I'd like to go to – a NLCS game. And she said, well, how much are the tickets? And so, so we started looking at the tickets for Philadelphia and the tickets are, the tickets are like two, $3,000. And I'm like, that's, that's too much. So just like for grins, I looked to see how much tickets were in San Diego and I could sit behind home plate. Like I always like to for 300 bucks in San Diego, which is insane to me. Right. Yeah. I'm like, so I said to my wife, like I have, I have, miles we travel a lot for work she has a she has a cleaning business and so we travel a lot for that so i have miles i have hotel points i could fly for free i could stay at a hotel for free and i could pay 300 bucks and watch it and watch the game so she says well then you can do that that's fine you know yeah. so i buy the ticket i fly out for game one they win game one with that monstrous schwarber home run that what it, did that look like in person it, I, it yeah. was so I'm sitting behind home play. And when he hit it, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> one of the farthest home runs I've seen in my it life. Was so far. Yeah. It was so far. It's and the still going. Was, it's still right. Yeah, I think it just landed. Yeah. Um, and the people in San Diego were so nice. I could not get over how nice they were. Like, every time somebody struck out, I would stand up. And, I, and again, I'm sitting behind home place. So it's not like. I'm far away. I would stand up and I would I would go Soto party of one. Your table's now available. And then one lady next to me laughed. She said, "That's so funny. I've never heard anything like that before." I'm like, "You guys are way too nice. I'd be getting thrown down the steps if I was in Chase Stadium right now." Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, they were so, they were super polite and they, and they, they explained it to me. They you know their big rival is the Dodgers. They don't care about anybody but the Dodgers. Once they beat the Dodgers, they were fine. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, the Dodgers were on a tear that year. And, they were, and, they were. And yeah. they once they beat the Dodgers, they really were like, okay, we're happy. So we win game one. So I call my wife and say, well, I got to go to game two now. <laughs> so she says, fine, you can stay for game two, but then you're coming home after that. I'm like, okay, fine. So I got the ticket for game two. And then right before game two, uh, I'm sitting in my seat because I like to get to games early because I'm a dork and I like to watch batting practice and all that. I do too. We do too. Yeah, right, you're so, talking, so I'm not, so I'm not talking to the right people. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm sitting there and I see John Clark interviewing who I thought for some reason was Chris Wheeler. I didn't know, wasn't sure who it was. So I said, uh, so I took a, I took a selfie with Clarkie and um, this other person who turned out to be Scott Boris and so I, so I have a selfie with me and John Clark and Scott Boris, which is, oh. that was kind of cool. <laughs> That's so, awesome. So I had the shirt with my dad's picture on it 
that I brought out with me that I had set, you know, sitting in the seat next to me. And uh, John Clark asked, so what's what's the story here? So he, I told him what the story was. You know, my dad's, you know, we were doing hashtag win it for Skip. And my dad just died. And I, we just have this whole thing where where we're just kind of trying to go through this whole process and it's helping me grieve. And, you know, I wanted to go see another game with my dad, you know, and I don't, I don't believe in like, you know, looking down and all that stuff. Um, but I just wanted to, you know, this, it just felt, it just feels like my dad's with me when I took the shirt with me. So um, he said, that's awesome. Can I take a picture? I said, sure. So he takes the picture and posts it. He said, do you mind if I post it? I'm like, Oh, sure. I don't care. I didn't think anything of it. Right. So he posts, he posts a story and by like the third inning, people are, people are texting me like, you know, your, your picture's gone viral. I'm like, what are you talking about? I have no idea what they're talking about. So then the next day, the next day I get a text from my, my friend, Terry, she said, you know, Bryson Stott's looking for you. I'm like, what are you talking about? Bryson Stott's looking for me. So as you guys know, Bryson Stott uh, saw the picture said, hey, I have tickets for this guy for games, games, two, two of the games. He had, he had tickets for me for two of the games for the NLCS. So, um, so I said, so I'm going to games, games three and four, I guess. So it was games three and four. So I went to games three and four and I went there with my cousin. And um, when we had, we were there, we were in the house for Bedlam at the bank because he and I were thinking about it the other day, like, how come we never heard that? Like, cause we were there <laughs> when, when Harper hit that home run right before Harper hit the home run. I swear, this is what happened. My cousin, I looked at my cousin. We were, there was kind of a nerve. I don't know. Were you guys at that game? No. Jen was. Oh, okay. wait. No, I wasn't at Bedlam at the bank. Oh, okay. So there was this nervous energy, right? In the crowd. Cause we were, we were down one. It's the eighth inning. Mm-hmm. There's this nervous energy. And I look at my cousin and my cousin points to, I swear, he points to the expe- the exact spot Bryce hit it to. He said, he's going to hit it right there. <gasps> and uh, soon as soon as he said that, the next pitch, Bryce hit it out. And we were all, I'm getting choked up just thinking about it. <laughs> me too. I'm like, it's one of the greatest moments in Philadelphia sports history. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. Won a lot of titles, right? But Bedlam at the Bank is one of the greatest moments in Philly sports history. And I was there thanks to Bryce and Stott. Right. And it's just, it's just, I was walking, I'm walking around the city, um, carrying the sweatshirt with my dad. People were coming up to me. People were like, are you Jeff? I'm like, what, how, first of all, how do you know me? (laughs) And they're like, people were just coming up to me saying, can I take my picture? Can I give you a hug? Can I just say thank you? And these are, and these are men and women. I got a, I got a letter in the mail from a woman who, um, wrote an article like 30 or 40 years ago in a newspaper. And she sent me the clip of the article from the newspaper about how her and her dad heard their love for baseball and how it joined them. Kind of like you and your dad, Jen. It was yeah. kind of very much like that. <laughs> I can't so she sent me that. She sent me that article and it was just like, it was just such a, it was such a great experience. I got to meet all kinds of people. Um, the Inquirer, Philadelphia Inquirer did a story on me. And while they were doing the story on me, I'm standing um, outside the stadium and uh, this guy points at me and he says, you come here like that. This older gentleman, you know, the older, older Hispanic gentleman, he points at me, he says, you come here. And so I start to walk over to him and the camera, the girl with the camera comes over and he says, no, no, no pictures. He says, no pictures. So I sit down next to him and I had a Bake McBride jersey on, who was the 
Bake McBride. Yeah, yeah, never mind. You know, I'm so used to having to explain who Bake McBride is to people. And go like, who is that? Anyway, I take jersey on, and um, I sit down next to him, and he said, "How do you know Bake McBride?" I said, "Bake McBride was my favorite player on the '80 Phillies team. Like the '80 Phillies team for me is what the '08 team is for you guys, mm-hmm. right? Like that was that like that was." when I fell in love with baseball in 1980, when if, when that team won the world series. And um, so I said, Bake McBride was my favorite player on that team. And he said, uh, he said, Bake was a good friend of mine. I'm kind of mad at him right now. And I'm like, why? Uh, it's caught Kaylee. Kaylee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Live reactions. Uh, <laughs> almost had a home run. But it was um, Oh, God. So I said, it's, um, so I said, I said, yeah, uh, Bake McBride was my favorite player. And so he says, Bake was a friend of mine. I'm kind of mad at him right now. And I kind of looked at him. I said, oh my God, are you Manny Trio? And he said, yes, I am. So Manny Trio is my dad's favorite player ever. Like, I was like, you're my dad's favorite player. I told him, I told him what was going on with my dad and everything. Okay. And I said, so he got, to, I got to take a picture with Manny Trio. And I said, you are how I know how to throw a baseball. My dad taught me to throw a baseball the way you throw a baseball. That's how he taught me how to throw it. And my, cause my, I can still hear my dad's voice. So you have to snap your wrist like Manny Trio, snap the wrist like Manny Trio. And so I got to talk to Manny Trio and tell him that story. And so I was super emotional after that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I, I respect everyone's beliefs regardless of what they are. Mm-hmm. My personal belief is that, that wasn't a coincidence. I'll just say that. Probably not. I, I don't, I don't, I, I respect everybody's beliefs too, but I also don't believe in coincidence. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, it was just the fact that he happened to be there while the, while the, the paper is doing a story on me. It's just, mm-hmm. it was just, and he was sitting outside. He's just sitting around, like just sitting there, like, like a, like a regular fan. Like he wasn't, you know, freaking Manny Trio. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which is why you, you had to, make sure yeah really I was like, I'm, looking at, I'm like is i'm like i'm like i'm thinking in my head this guy this looks like manny trio but it can't really be manny trio <laughs> but it was so it was just it wow. was just so it was just stuff like that and then yeah. people again people coming up telling me their story about how they connected with with their parents and their families through baseball and mm-hmm. how you know just philly sports it's just it's we're it's a different animal it's a different animal it's like i have friends you know, I have lots of friends here that, you know, they're Nats fans and blah, 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 and yeah. whatever, uh, you know, but, you know, you don't, you, you don't, you don't get it. If you're not, if you're not from Philly or if you're not, if you don't have ties to Philly, you don't get it. Right. You know, it's, it's just, it's just, and yeah, you can talk about how the Phillies are the losingest franchise ever in history and the Eagles only have one Super Bowl and the Sixers haven't won anything in 40 years and the Flyers haven't won anything in 50 years. Guess what? We don't care. Right. You know, I, got, I, have another, I have another shirt that says no one likes us and we don't care. That's right. Always, it doesn't matter. We're always going to support our teams, whether they're good or bad. Although I am, I was talking to Kylie the other day. I am considering becoming a Devils fan until the Flyers stop sucking. <laughs> hey, we'll take you. We will take you. That's another story for another podcast. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so. uh-huh. No, but like, you know, all of us, you know, at, you know, from the DMV and um, of course it's a sack fly uh, and they just, 
all my friends, I don't really go to, I don't go to games with any of my friends. It's always my parents because my friends just don't get it. They, you know, they are there when the Nats win the World Series and the Caps win the Stanley Cup or, you know, whatever it is. The Orioles are good. So now people are talking about them. But like when I go up to Phil, I go up to the, uh, to Delco twice a month. And when we were, when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, everybody's porch lights were green. And <laughs> for the World Series, everybody had Philly stuff on and they had a Philly's flag on, on their, on their yard. And, you know, everybody's mad at the Flyers right now. I get it. Yes. Everybody's really mad at the Sixers, me included. I get it. But you will always, no matter what time of the year it is, see everybody wearing something Philly sports related every day of the week. And what we've been saying the past couple of weeks, this team, this Phillies team that is consistently okay. below 500 right now. They're still selling out games at Citizens Bank Park. Even on uh, on Tuesday during the day, I was like, wait, there's so many people. T-Mac said there were still around 40,000 people there. Yeah. And As I was opposed to Atlanta where they can't even sell out a playoff game. Uh-huh. That's another Preach. story. Preach, Jeff. Yeah. No, I mean, and it's, and it's, it's, it's the same thing here. In, it's the same thing here in D.C. And no yes. no disrespect. Right. I get it. There's, there's a lot to do here. I get that. But I, I will tell you, um, it's just, it's just not, it's just not the same. It's just no. not, and the, the feeling is not the same. I was downtown the day of the Nats parade. I was downtown mm -hmm. DC doing some volunteer work. You would not have known that the Nats won the World Series. No, no, it was, it was, it was, and it was wild because I know, because again, I know some, I know some diehards Nat, Nats fans. Oh, me, me too. too. Yes, yeah. we all do. Such as they are. So they're not included. They're so right. adorable with well, the diehard yeah. Nats fans. It's just like amazing. It's like the the Nats they don't understand why Bryce Harper is my favorite player. Bryce Harper's been my favorite player before he was a Philly, and I try to explain to them why. And it, he became my favorite player the day Cole Hamels hit him to, <laughs> to teach him a lesson, right? And so he just goes to first. And then doesn't say anything, doesn't look at Hamels, doesn't he just takes his armor off and then runs to first. And then he steals second and then he steals third <laughs> and then he steals home. And I said, that's how you react. That's how you do it. And that's the day he became my favorite player. And it's why I have 12 Bryce Harper jerseys right now. That's legit. And I'm wearing my uh, Harper jersey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you know what? Yeah, Kylie's in a Stott shirt and jersey. Yeah, I had to go with the, the Stott jersey for the story and also with my four favorite things shirt here. Harper, Miamuto, Schwarber, Cassianos. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Four favorite things. Yes. So anyway, but uh, as people know, Stott and Harper are best friends since yeah. they were kids. So mm -hmm. counts. So it's all, all pretty much the same, basically. I think it's crazy that they grew up together, sort of, and now they're playing together. That's yeah. Kind of, I love yeah, at least – like they like they knew each other when they were younger. I don't think they were really like they were close friends until well, yeah, right now, obviously. And then they they were roommates for so long. And they were roommates. They were roommates. I mean, it's like Marsh and Bohm right now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out why. Um, I do like Brandon Marsh. He always <laughs> looks 
he always looks wet. I'm trying to figure out like he's auditioning for a scene in Top Gun or something. I don't understand. I think he does something with his hair, either wetting it or the beard or the length of his hair. Something related to some part of his hair on his face. Uh, uh, I, and um is in honor of his dad. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. And I've heard Thanks. I've heard like T Max say it, it like it also the hair, the wet hair part helps keep him cool. That's why he rewets it like every two innings. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. I will say this about him: every time he opens his mouth, I like him a little bit more. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, here, I mean, here's a guy that absolutely gets how fortunate he is, mm-hmm. right? Every time he, every time he talks, he talks about how much he loves baseball and how lucky we are to have to be able to play a game for a living. It's just, I, I just. He, this is I think I, Kylie. I think I said this to you a couple of weeks ago. This team is so hard not to like. Yeah, yes. it's so hard not to like these. I mean, these guys—they all get it. And people call say Bryce Harper panders to the crowd. And like you know, so what? I'm all about it. I'd like Me to be too. So Me what? too. <laughs> if he, he's, I don't think it's all pander. He definitely does pander, but I, he does it the right way. I agree. And yeah. his attitude toward everything. And when he was asked during the postseason uh, something, he was like, baseball is a what What have you done for me lately sport. And this city is a what have you done for me lately fan base. <laughs> perfect. It, I don't know. It, it It's a perfect uh, match. And with Marsh, he's my cousin's favorite. He's my cousin's boyfriend's favorite player. Um, very random reason. He's like, I think he said he's just like a guy you would talk to, or I, I don't know. I but agree. Was, was, I agree. Have a he lot looks, of, he looks yeah. like my oldest daughter's boyfriend. He looks, I mean, like, yeah, like he, <laughs> he just looks, looks just like, like a normal guy. dude. Yeah. He does. Yeah. yeah and I just, I just love it. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why all the guys are so, I don't know, just. They're so easy to like is because they're not, you know, you you have so many of those athletes that are just like very arrogant and give yeah. two worded answers and don't want to interact with people, with fans. Yeah. And, yeah, and they are- understand, they understand that we are like even Alec Bohm last year when he mm-hmm. had said said what he said. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he everyone he, knows. Everyone knows. And every and it's like, you know, when he said it. When everybody that saw him say that kind of went, yeah, you know, yeah, me too. Sometimes I get it. <laughs> you know, it's like you know, we got we got it. And then after the after the game, he owned it. He didn't try to. Yes. He didn't try to talk his way out of it or act like he didn't say it or he just he owned it. And it's just, uh, yep. I just you know, how can you not love a guy like that? Yeah. How can you not love a guy that 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 gets it. And that's why he got a standing ovation the next day because, exactly. and that's what exactly. makes Philly, Philly's fans different too. Like everyone saw those interviews on the local news. Like, like yeah. what other city pays that much attention? They had shirts the next day. Literally, they shirts the next day. It's so awesome. And we talk about this all the time too. But um, last time I was at a game in Philly, I saw this like eight or nine year old kid with like a Mickey more Mickey Morandini Jersey, like just from all these, every, regardless of your age, right. You know, Philly's fans wear jerseys from across several different decades. Yeah. It's yeah. not just like everyone wearing Harper as mm-hmm. other cities do. Yeah. I, I only have, I have Harper's, 
I have Harper jerseys just mostly to annoy the people that I let live around here. Yeah, like, yeah, me too. Me too. Why, why do you have so many Harper jerseys? Just because? Because he's great. Right? Yeah, yeah, literally. I when I go to national when I, when the Phillies play the Nationals in DC, I will only wear my Harper jerseys. Right. I had to wear this Stott jersey um, last time because we were in a playoff run hunt, and this is my lucky jersey and my lucky shirt. Yeah. So I had to wear it then, yeah. but every other time it's Harper. Just well, now because. one of us can wear Harper, one of us can wear Turner, one of us can wear Schwarber. All these former <laughs> national. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now we have all these represent. I I do need to get a, a Turner jersey. That's my next one. Me too. Turner. Yeah. I think I and I think I'm gonna get a Marsh jersey too. I think we get a Turner. Turner and Marsh will be my next two. I think. Love it. Ooh, I yeah. love it. So, so this season. They've obviously been struggling a little bit. It's May. It is May. Jeff <laughs> is a fellow optimist. It's he May. Is. It's and May. How can you have watched this team after after last year and and not? I think this is the part that people forget, and this is what I try to tell everybody. When the Phillies made the playoffs and everybody was saying, oh, they're so underachieving, it's like this has been, and I would say to anybody who would listen, this has been the best team in baseball since Joe Girardi got fired. Last year, they were the best. They were the third best team in baseball after Joe Girardi got fired. They were the third best team record-wise in baseball. Mm -hmm. And everybody yep. was acting like it was such a surprise, and it's not if you pay attention. Mm -hmm. And this is the part that people don't people don't pay attention. They, they check out in May or they check out in June, and they forget there's four months left in the season. <laughs> it's like it's a long season. When baseball season started this year, my wife was like, no, it's too soon. Like, no, you only think that because we went to the World Series last year. It only feels too soon. It's not. It's time to start. Let's go. Yeah, so. that's what we were talking about because, uh, you know, we started the podcast on Black Friday and uh, which is pretty much which is like a couple weeks after the World Series. It was yeah. two, three weeks, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, about. Yeah. And it was only a couple episodes before it was spring training. Yeah, right. it was. Thing you know, it's spring training already. Yeah, it, it was, was crazy. Wild. Yeah, but I mean, it's just like you know, this is this is this is what baseball is. It's a long. It's more more than any other sport. It's a long grind. It's a mm -hmm. long season, and you know, you can you can get all worked up about a game on Thursday in the middle of May, or you can remember that this time last year they were in last place and the manager was about to get fired. They were playing yeah. so poorly, the manager got fired. Yeah. So, you know, that's not going to happen this year. And the players know that. So it's on them. Mm -hmm. So either they, they've got to figure it out and turn it around or, or they won't. But the bottom line is, you know, we have, and we have to be realistic too about what's going on. You know, we're down to our third first baseman. I mean, Cody Clemens is playing uh, first base on a regular basis for crying out loud. So, yeah. you know, and I, but I, I, this is how optimistic I am, right? I think that we're going to, when, when we get to the World Series, <laughs> Alec Bohm will be back, or not Alec Bohm, uh, Reese Hoskins will be back when we get to the World Series to play at least some DH. Uh -huh. And then that time we'll have a flip, right? So, uh, so Hoskins will DH and, and Harper will play first in the World Ooh. Series. Calling it now as we beat Houston for revenge. Because oh, who else? Who I else got goosebumps, Jeff. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't see anybody else coming out of the AL. <laughs> oh, something <laughs> bad just happened in the game. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Houston, You're not see it, Kylie. <laughs> Houston's so good. They're just, they're so good. I just. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, Harris hit a two-run home run, so now we're losing three to two. Well, I mean, it is the fifth inning, and it's Taiwan Walker, so I don't know what this is kind of. Okay, like. but what? Yeah, we should. <laughs> yes. Call me Alec Boom because I hate this place. <laughs> we, say that, we say that a lot on this pod. Again, despite being the optimists that we are, they they try their best to turn us. Yeah. It again. It's it's May. down the middle. It's May. Yeah. Yeah, that was it not a great pitch. It's, that was not a great pitch. It's just pre- it's very frustrating, especially with starting pitching. Yeah. Well, especially when it was when starting pitching is supposed to be the number one thing we have. It's supposed to be a strength of this team, but this but the the offense, I I feel like I don't know. I think we're missing Painter, you know, more than maybe we thought, uh, yeah. especially since Sanchez or since um Suarez didn't wasn't ready at the beginning of the season. His struggles right now are due, I think, to the fact that, you know, he didn't have he didn't have a preseason. I mean, that's what we're we're going through his spring training right now. And so mm-hmm. again, agreed. Agreed. long season. It's a long season. Listen, if we're, if we're still having this conversation in, uh, in August, then that's a different conversation. But the reality is if we're having a conversation in August and we're five games out of the third wild card, we're still in striking distance. And mm-hmm. that's the beauty of the third wild card is all you, we proved it last year. All you got to do is get in, right? You get in, you got a shot. Nobody yep. wants to, nobody wants to play. They nobody wants to play this team in a short series. No. Nobody. Because with the the offense being able to heat up the way it does, and you had those top those two at the top, Wheeler and Nola at the top. And if Suarez figures it out, which I'm sure he will by the end of the year, that's three. I mean, that's there, that's three as pitchers as good as anybody in the majors. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody wants the Phillies in the, in a short series. Nobody. Yeah, I think yeah. what's keeping me from going too crazy about this team is they sh- they are showing that they care. They are showing the emotion. They are showing they're frustrated, and that and they uh, they they are very much aware of how they're performing right now. And last year was a little different. They didn't show that emotion under Girardi. They didn't, you know, have an identity. Well, and they showed the emotion. There we go. They showed the emotion that their manager showed. Double play? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why I, is it that... I, I want to go on record and say I never liked the Girardi hiring. Never. Not once. When they hired him, I didn't like it. I thought it was a bad hire. That's I, surprising. I, think, I liked it. Yeah. I, I, I that is surprising. I didn't like it because, first of all, so I'll I'll compare him to, um, not to cross streams or anything, but I'll compare him to Doc Rivers, right? Yes. Amazing how great a coach is when you have three Hall of Famers, right? Like he did mm-hmm. in Boston. Mm-hmm. So it's funny how what a great manager you are when you have uh, Derek Jeter and Mariano Rivera. You know, when you have when you have guys like that, it's easy. It's easy to manage 
And it's easy to say, oh, look at him. Look at him rolling the dice with a seven out save. Yeah, that's easy to do when you have the greatest closer of all time. You know, but when you're reaching back for Sir Anthony Dominguez in his rookie year, you know, you don't know what you're going to get. You yeah. know, and that's when you have to manage. And he doesn't know how to do that. That's the problem. And that's what and I never thought he was a great manager when they hired him. I thought it was not a great hire. So I was very happy when he got fired. Not that you have not that you yeah. have. You make a good point, though. You know, uh, I think part of what makes a great manager is the team you have and the circumstances, which is another point for Rob Thompson. Exactly. Inheriting that awful team right. and bringing them to the World Series. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't not hire Rod Thompson at that point. You you have to you have to extend his contract at that yeah, point. Of course. Absolutely. And I mean, I, I was saying it too. They were both living off their decade plus ago uh, hype. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I liked Girardi back then, the hiring, the hiring itself. Um, until I saw the presser and I was like, I don't know if they're going to get, if he's going to get along with Bryce. Yeah. I'm not hundred percent sure about that. And then when they fired him the first time Bryce is on the mic, he says, getting the young guys to play. Yeah. It was so first obvious. Thing he says on the mic. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> that's a Girardi slander if I've ever heard one. Right. Because Girardi's not letting any young guys play. I just don't. No. Uh, and Scott being, being again, being Harper's best friend. Right. And, exactly. you know, and I think, I think, um, well, I put that on, I put it more on Gabe Kapler, but I think they've ruined Scott Kingery, but that, that's a lot of that, a lot of that was Gabe Kapler's fault. Um, but, but Girardi sure didn't help because he didn't mm-hmm. like playing young guys, you mm-hmm. know, put Kingery in center field and leave him alone and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I know he's a second baseman, but still, I mean, just, it just leave him in one position and see what happens instead of yeah. giving him, making him, making him a super utility guy his rookie year that's that's not how that works yeah, <laughs> yeah. Guys, guys become super utility guys later in their careers that's absolutely you know, it really starts off like that i mean mm-hmm. but gabe kapler is wiley coyote super genius so but that's, <laughs> do not get me started on gabe kapler i will be here all night talking oh, about so, you know yeah uh, yeah no when when he was gone i was over the moon and then when when, um, yeah, I just, the last few managers and GMs are just. just kind of, we've Clay been through Clay a lot. Yeah, yeah. We, have. we deserved the World Series last year. Yeah, We did. And I am super mad at the script writers for giving that arrogant fan base the World Series when. It just, and, and again, arrogant, that's such a good way to put it. because they just again not for nothing and i'm not saying we're the best well we are the best fan base in the world but we don't we we deserve better we just do yeah you know we deserve we don't you know houston why why houston miami why are these teams winning we they don't like you know we deserve to we deserve those titles all of them (laughs) yes we do we we have been through so much as a city and especially as a Phillies fan, you know, 10 years without the playoffs is a long time for a team that makes you contend every year. Yeah, right, exactly. So it's 
last year was a building block. I, I don't know. Th this year has been kind of crazy with the very annoying pitch clock, which we talked about before we went live. None of us like it. I, I like the I like the I like the, the I like the idea of it. Yeah. What I don't like it. Execution, I, right? Yes, yes. And Kylie, you know I've talked about this a lot on Twitter. Is that why do we even have umpires? Why do we even have people on the field? Why? We don't yeah. need umpires calling balls and strikes. Robots can do that. Mm -hmm. you know, if you want to have an umpire in the field for a close play that you don't want to have to go to replay for, fine. But um should not be calling balls and strikes. Period. Yeah, I'm okay with the check swings and yeah. doing safe or out when you know on base, but like calling balls and strikes, nah. Yeah, that's not a, it's, it. Balls and strikes shouldn't be a judgment call, and it no. is right. But it shouldn't be the the strike zone. I mean, there's a box we can see it on TV. We can see it. It's like we don't have to. Oh, it just drives me nuts. The the and the arrogance, the arrogance of the umpires to yep. You know, and it goes back to spring training when the guy threw JT Real Muto out. Yeah, it's, I was just about to say. Literally, it's just you can tell it's it's a power thing, it's an ego thing, yeah. and that's what bothers me the most because I'm genuinely concerned that somebody's gonna get hurt because the pitcher throws, and then at the same time that the umpire's calling a timeout. Right. Yeah. Because exactly. Especially and especially again, like when you have an ump when you have a player. Who is, who is trying to game the system, right? Like the like like with like what happened with Kimbrel the other night. You know, Kimbrel's ready to ready to pitch, and is about to pitch, and the guy's got one foot out of the batter's box. I think Tom Tomper said it said it best. It's the tenth inning. How's he supposed to know he's got one foot out of the batter's box? There's exactly. no exactly. He, he's focused on other things, right? There's no batter's box at that point in the game anyway. How are you supposed to? Yeah, just let them play. Let them play. Right. I again, I get, I like the concept. Yeah. Of the pitch clock. I like the concept of it, but the execution, because because you have umpires involved, and umpires are all about their ego and wanting to be part of the game when they're not. They 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 mess up the execution thereof, and that's the part that's the part that's frustrating to me as a fan. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I had played for, I had played baseball, softball since I was very little before kindergarten. So I've been playing for a long time. And when I finally got out of T-ball and to like actual pitching, I never ever liked umpires. And because I'm short, my strike zone is yay big as a right. seven, as a, seven-year-old and they couldn't call balls or strikes properly and yeah so I've, I've never had any love for any sort of official in the game <laughs> ever <laughs> and it's hard and i'll give them credit as a yeah having coached um my my oldest daughter at softball you know it's it's hard it's harder than and i get that and they're not getting paid anything in a lot of cases and so that's cool and i you know they're in that situation, you know, and then again, but again, at, even in that situation, it's still like the, the inconsistency makes it hard because my, I, my, my daughter was a catcher and we taught her to talk, we taught her to talk to the batters to throw them off. Right. And most umpires will let it go. But every now and then you'd get one that would be like, you can't do that. I'm like, why, 
what, where in the rule book does it say you can't do that? That's part of the game. So, but anyway, that's, don't get me started on. Umpire. My nephew's in little league and he plays catcher occasionally. And it's been kind of beautiful to see him try to frame the pitches. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love I, it. And let's, I'm just, let's, well, I'll just say if he makes it to the big leagues one day, people aren't ready for me to become a major league ant. <laughs> I, I, as someone who has known Jen for a little while now, I can confirm you don't want that. I'm here for it. I want to see You're not it. ready would... for it. It's going to be insane. As much as I want it, you, you, none of you guys do. I'll be those umpires' worst nightmare. I'm already <laughs> bad at, at. I already have to bite my tongue at Little League. <laughs> You're gonna get ejected more than Aaron Boone. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Blue. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. Do you leave your glasses home, Blue? Yeah. yeah. This same. isn't golf. <laughs> yeah, you. I could 110% see you just getting ejected every single game. <laughs> it's so awesome. I love, I it. love it. Uh, well, we are in the top of the sixth. I don't for now. Uh, it's two outs. So what's it's obviously early. Chad deadline is a long way away. So right now, what do you think the Phillies should really be focusing on? Not for the trade deadline specifically, but like, because we have issues with starting pitching or bullpen or off, like every single thing everywhere <laughs> is struggling right now. I feel like the I feel like starting pitching is if I if I had to pick a concern right now it's starting pitching. It's mm -hmm. and and again I think it will be I think it'll be okay by the time we get to the trade deadline I think Ranger will have Ranger will have rounded into form. We'll know something more about uh, Andrew Painter. Uh, McGarry might be up. I mean McGarry might be up in the next two weeks from what I'm hearing now. So if McGarry's up in the next couple weeks and doing his thing, the starting pitching might be all right. We can have Tywan Walker be a fourth starter, which is where he probably should be. Yeah. Rather than a third starter right now, because that's yeah. a, such a significant drop off from and I know Nolan and Wheeler haven't been haven't been Nola and Wheeler yet. I get that. But it's such a significant drop off from from Nola and Wheeler to to Walker. It's just we need we need Suarez from last year. Or if McGarry's going to come up and 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 be what they think he can be as the third starter rather than Taiwan Walker, because with all due respect, Taiwan Walker is an inning he, he's an innings eater. He's a mm -hmm. he's a, he should be a fourth starter, and and the fact that he's a third starter is a problem right now. So I think starting pitching is the biggest concern. I don't know that they're going to need to go. I think when you the best trades at the trade deadline are for guys that nobody's ever heard of. Remember in 2008 when they traded for Joe Blanton, right? And then we were all like, who? You know, and so, <laughs> bring, you know what I mean? So it was like when you make the big, the big splash, like I, like I think the, when I think of the big splash trade that we, that we made is uh, in, in 2010, when we brought in Roy Oswald and we had the four starters, I was at that first game at Nats Park when Roy Oswald started. Screaming at Jason Worth the whole time. Oh my God, dude! I uh, I oh, yeah. hated Jason Worth. I mean, oh, I, I, mean, I screamed at him for nine innings. Like, me and I, too. Know he, I know he heard me. I know he heard me. I was screaming worthless at him. And That's at one what point, I would do. one point he put his head down, just like 
shook his head, and I just when he did that, I knew I had him. I, I we were at him. the same game. We were at that. You're we at the same game. I have a picture. I have a picture on Facebook. I will send it to you right after this episode. I promise I have it. It is a picture of him looking down after he took two strikes. I my mom is in the other room. I can guarantee she's laughing right now because she knows exactly what I'm talking about. I because we would always go to Phillies Nats games or Nats games in general back in the day because it was just cheap tickets. There were eight dollar tickets. Oh yeah. And so we would just we would just take a day and go to DC and every single time I would boo Jason Worth. I would call him worthless. He would I would my mom's laughing right now. I can hear. Her. She, <laughs> I would say worthless every time. I'd be like, he's, he's gonna strike out right now. Either struck out or popped up. There was like one time where he hit a home run or had a hit or something, like one or two times, but that was it. Oh, yeah. And I think my mom eventually got annoyed with me, but she was laughing the entire time because I was always right. And yeah. Kylie was y- young back yeah. then. Yep. That's I love it. That's a like, literal child. Yeah, I wasn't even. I was in middle school and just at out in fifth grade is when we went to the World Series. So. I was just fresh out of elementary school when all that happened. But I know I that's the exact same. I know exactly what you're talking about. When he heard, when he when he when I got I knew I got him in, in his head and I stood up and I yelled even louder. I know you hear me. I know you hear me. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. Again, that makes us us different too. We're built different. Yeah. Hey, we are. Really- we are. You know, who holds a grudge like that? Who does I know. We do. Yeah, we do. we do. Although I will say, I was at I was at Harper's first game back here. And I was at the me second. too. I was at the second. I was I was impressed by the hate and the vitriol. I have to say, oh, God. Have to say oh this. my god, it was it was incredible. I was sitting like five rows behind a guy that had a Harper jersey, but it had Arnold written on the back, like Benedict Arnold, like so. He had a wig. Very niche. That's very DC. I love it. It's very yeah. That's why I like. I'll I'll give you. That's a good one because that's a that's a that's DC. But they were. It was pretty incredible. Um, Also, the fact that he hit two home runs that night were pretty incredible. Oh yeah, that was great. I'm like telling him, he's like, do you guys not? The guy he was here for years. You know he feeds off this. Why would you do him? You know he feeds off. Last night with the Braves. Yeah, exactly. And and not to give, you know, free. Uh, naming out there, but I was watching a, a Harper interview a couple of years ago, and he was a barstool. It was some barstool interview, and um, he was talking about them being booed up. Oh, pitch clock error. See, 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 injury. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen one day. Somebody's going to jerk their arm out from not throwing a ball. Yeah, or, yeah. or the pitcher, yeah. that's what I'm saying. The pitcher's going to throw at the, and then he's, he's going to hit the batter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, somebody, um, yeah you're right, Jen. Somebody's going to get hurt. That's yeah. what it's going to take. Yeah. Um, anyway, you were a Barstool interview. Yeah, oh, yeah, yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, he was He was asked about, you know, the booing and the um, – did he oh, get a home? Something good happened. Grand slam? Was it a grand no, slam? not a grand slam. But... Okay, whatever. It was, it was clearly a run. I'll take it. Uh, pause for dramatic effect. Crooked numbers. Yeah. Two runs. Marshy, our guy. Again, Yes. a trade. I was going to say a, tr- a product of a trade that some people Actually were, worked out for us. Yeah. Some people were upset yeah. about, but 
Well, how could you be upset about? Were you holding a candle for Mickey Moniac? Who? Why would you be upset um, about? Yeah, some people were. <laughs> I was for a hoppy. A hoppy was. And a hoppy, yes, yes. Okay, hoppy, yes. Okay. Yeah, I was sad about a hoppy. Uh, Moniac, I was like, I. I but then it was like it was yeah, hoppy. I get it, but he's a he's blocked and two yes. and b, two a and b. Um, Marsh could turn into a ten-year center fielder here. Yes. Which yeah. I agree. I hope he does. It's easier to say now than at the time of the trade. Yes, absolutely. Uh, anyway, I keep interrupting. I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> hey, <laughs> this is more important. <laughs> of course, it gets out. Um, but it was with a, uh, an interview with a Barstool guy, and he was asked about, you know, when he threw, missed the guy, but he went, meant to throw the helmet at I forget who. And when he fought Papelbon, which it's everybody's dream to fight Papelbon. Such a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Ultimate I'll, jerk. I'll, I'll, story, I'll tell you off the air. Ooh. Okay. Sounds good. I love tea. I love tea. Yeah. Uh, and he was asked about coming back to DC and getting booed and, and also the San Fran getting booed. He was like, I love it. Yeah. I love being booed. It makes me want to play harder. And it shows. Yeah. And when I went to the second game back, that's the one where David Robertson gave up a walk-off walk. I have a terrible memory. I don't remember much history. And that's how you know I am so mad because <laughs> David Robertson gave up a walk-off walk because he missed through a ball to Reese Hoskins on a grounder. I, that's how you know I'm, I'm mad about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. David, I'm mad at almost everything about David Robertson. Yep. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yep. And when it, my mom and I decided to have a day to ourselves and we went to the game and the people next to us were Nats fans, obviously, a uh, few and far between, but they were there. <laughs> and she was like, I'm here just to boo Harper. And I was like, congratulations. Like, <laughs> Does that make you feel better? You do and now they went to the World Series that year, you know, and we were last and we were undefeated at this time. But Minor details yeah. at the time. At the congratulations. Time, yeah. <laughs> I remember at the at the time we were in first place. At the I remember mm -hmm. I remember vividly. It's good times. It's, yeah. it's good times. Only time I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, it's this team right now is obnoxious. But well, they're winning right now. Yes. So. Let's it, take. We'll take. It's that. another yeah. roller coaster of a game, which is, so is. reflective of this. Why game. is Walker still in the game? Is he still? Yeah. I'll be, I'll Tom, and he, he just gave up a hit. Um, it's a single, which is fine. Thompson and trust, having so much trust in his players, we love it. As I've said, however, it can also be his downfall. Yeah. Example pitch, right now. His, they're seeing his pitches. He's first pitch yeah. swinging. That's a hit. They're well, seeing his Ozuna, pitches. Get him out. Ozuna's up. I'm I'm hoping that he grounds into a double play. Well, he also has a DUI, so that's right. Every time I'm like DUI. DUI. <laughs> that was the highlight of um that was that so movie. funny. It was I hilarious. Love, again, where else would this happen? Right. Nowhere else. Nowhere. I loved being at the World Series. Every time somebody came up, and we were chanting, you're a cheater. You're a yeah. cheater. You're a cheater. Yeah. And yep. then one one of them was like, 
um, somebody who were Astros fans in our section and they were like, he wasn't even on the team. And I'm like, well, he probably cheated in high school. So <laughs> yep. That's what I do. I'm sure he's a cheater. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. He's part of the organization. Exactly. exactly. He's guilty by association. There you Correct. go. And it doesn't help that um, there, there was some suspicious stuff in game one. Was it game one or game? Ga- it was game one. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Very suspicious. Like, yeah. And game two. Game two is really bad as well. Don't get me started. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Same. Same. It's uh, very yeah. frustrating. Uh, but, you know, this this team, I'm not worried. I'm waiting till the trade deadline to get worried. That's – or the, not the trade deadline, the um, All-Star, All-Star break. break. That's, yeah. that's when I get still, worried. If we're, still, if we're still floundering at the All-Star break, then maybe I'll get concerned. But for now, you know, it's – it's it's May, yeah. you know, and I know it's almost June, but still. But the All Star break is like two months away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A yeah. lot can happen in two yeah. months. Mm-hmm. Like Kyle Schwarber hasn't even started hitting yet. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Think He's about what this team. Think about what this team looked like before the All Star break. We had Herrera, Familia, Didi. Didi. Uh, <laughs> Herrera like, again. Oh, cool. A lot of you Phillies fans forget. Yeah. These people were on our team. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, oh, Odubel Herrera was the starting center fielder last year. Let that sink in. He was the shortstop. Or, yeah. Didi was the shortstop. Didi was the starting shortstop. A guy who hit one home run all year. Yeah. Yeah. He hit one. In Miami. Yeah. All (sighs) all season. And this is, and I get, listen, I get this is not a great start. I understand that. Yeah, we're, that's what we've been saying. It's, it's a not start. a good start. So, yeah. is, you know, would you rather them play like this in September or play like this now? And therefore, now you have to have a sense of urgency for the rest of the season. You can't afford to have that September swoon. Can't afford yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And, and they know, and they, this team knows what the expectations are. The, own, the owner has come out and said, I expect this team to win multiple World Series. Well, I mean, that's... That is at this point on the players. You've already gotten a manager fired, right? That's right. I, I mean, and we know that Dombrowski, he's, yeah, he's going to make moves if he you're not performing. Will not hesitate to make mm. moves. Yeah. <laughs> makes moves need to be made. There's That's two right. things he won't hesitate to do: make moves, spend money. Right. Correct. And he's so, got the right ownership behind him that'll support whatever he wants done. Mr. Middleton, we love – yeah, yes. we talk big, about him too. Big, we love him. him. Love that man, absolutely. And he genuinely – okay, what other owner is out there catching balls, balls in the outfield? He was um doing – like he was pitching the other night. Like Right. He didn't even know who the owner is half the time. And, and yeah. Yeah, I met him. I remember it was – That's it was, right. It was the playoffs. It was the first game. Uh, against the Braves, just game three, you know. Um, and I was meeting up with one of my friends, and because I lack intelligence sometimes, he was in Ashburn. Okay, I, I assume he got out. Yeah. Um, get, the, get, the, get the graphic ready. We do got to post the graphic. <laughs> They'll never learn. Yeah, you bomb. You bomb. Have fun with that. Uh, <laughs> Absolute bum. And, and so yeah, Kylie. Kylie ran into John Middleton. Yeah, because I was I was supposed to. I was my friend was in Ashburn Alley, and because sometimes I just don't think too far ahead, 
I went around the entire ballpark instead of going right here. Like, yeah, I've done that before. Yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> what I was thinking. Um, yeah. Because he told me he was at Ashburn Alley, and then he also said the section number. So I just got, I don't know. Um, I was in too much of a hyped situation to think that clearly. But I was walking around, and I was like just on my phone and watching for people and everything. And I look over, and I'm like, oh, cool. And I'm like, I stopped dead in my tracks. Like, you see, like, one of those in your cartoons where they're walking, and then you stop. And it's like smoke at your heels. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. I was like, wait, <laughs> that's John Middleton. Because there's like a long line and there is this older guy with typical John Middleton attire. And I was like, yep, that's 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 him. And then I see his face and I'm like, that's my guy. Yeah. And so I get in the line uh, and someone was like, who is that? It's like, that's John Middleton. Duh. The owner of this team that you are supporting right now. Right, yeah. He's the reason we are here. Exactly. Right. So I got I to post a graphic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think this is, it's been a little over an hour, and I think this is a good note to leave it on. So shout out Tristan for this. Umpires are the worst. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts, we agree. Love the it. Worst. So again, as uh, this has been... A fun episode. Thank you so much, Jeff, for sharing your story again and coming on. It's, it's been an absolute blast having you on here and watching some films. It's been an honor. I love love you guys. Big fans. Uh, and uh, anything I can do to support the show, I'm I'm all about it. Thank you so much. And yeah, we will um, we'll see you next weekend, Phillies at yes. Nats. Yes. And yes. We'll be yeah. Take Tally selfies the whole ordeal. Absolutely. You're gonna yeah. see a lot of content um kylie and i are going to the iron pigs game this weekend tomorrow so, tomorrow oh nice oh my gosh oh my i can't God, believe it's tomorrow already, yeah it's literally tomorrow <laughs> it felt like so far away i just i just listened to the episode with kane uh today great show by the way thank um, you i heard you guys talking about the iron talking about going to the iron pigs game i was like oh i want to go to the iron pigs game but i can't so that's okay right. <laughs> one day have yeah. you ever been to an iron pigs game um Yes. So not to, this is a whole nother story, but I used, <laughs> I used to write for a website called um, Bleacher Report, or not Bleacher Report, Stadium Journey. I wrote for Bleacher Report too, but I wrote for Stadium Journey where we reviewed every stadium at this point in the world. Um, and my section was the uh, Mid-Atlantic. So every stadium from Trenton to Richmond. Wow. Um, from in every sport, from minor league, from single A baseball to pro football, I, I reviewed every stadium. So yes, I did. I have been to a, an Iron Pigs game. I don't remember anything about it though. So that makes sense. You the, the reason you were there was because of a whole bunch of stadium reviews. So the reason we're the there theory. is because Kurt Landis bullied bullied me into it. He did. He did. He definitely. He was like Jen. Why have you not come up here? He said I was his favorite. So hopefully tomorrow I remain the favorite. Yeah, that's, but Jen's, Jen's going to bring her nephew. So Correct. I know. That's what Jen was saying. I know. Very cute. <laughs> Hard to say no to that. I know. It's tough. It's tough. <sighs> well, anyway, thank you guys yeah. for having me on. I really appreciate it. it was thank you for coming on. It was Absolutely. a ton of fun. And so everybody, fun. thank you for listening as always. We will see you guys next week and stay tuned for 
bacon content tomorrow. That's right. And <laughs> keep following us on all the social media, Bell Smashers Pod. Go follow Jeff, voice of the fan with a PH, obviously. Duh. And Duh. yeah, we'll we'll keep in touch with everyone as yes. always. As always. Base hit suck. <laughs> That's our guy. Look at that. The jersey works. It's it. Bryson Dallas right. base player in Major League Baseball. The streak continues. Continues. It continued in the first inning. That's true. <laughs> true. But, All right, well, there we go, Stoddy. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Good night. Thank you. <laughs>